Great service this morning. Great service. Amen. Pastor talked about the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. That's a great word, isn't it? The gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Now, I've got some food for thought, and then I'm not going back to Joshua tonight. We're going a different way. Amen. Uh, maybe next week we'll see whatever God says what we want to do. We want to obey the Lord, don't we? We really want to obey the Lord. I've got some food for thought uh, entitled um, Training for Life. Entitled Training for Life, the subject of it. When Dean Kastner completed the 26.2 mile New York Marathon in November 2006, it marked the end of an almost impossible feat of endurance. Carnesis had run 50 marathons in 50 states in 50 days. This exceptional athlete, <laughs> this exceptional athlete, uh, ultra endurance feats include running 350 continuous miles, mountain biking for 24 hours straight, and swimming across San Francisco Bay. That level of fitness requires relentless, dedicated training. Spiritual fitness, Paul told Timothy, also take, take much more than a relaxed approach to life, a God-honoring life. It's, it takes a God-honoring life, all right? In, in a culture marked by false teaching, along with extreme forms of self-indulgence and self-denial, and self-denial, Paul wrote, exercise or train yourself toward godliness, for bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness uh, with contentment is great gain. First uh, Timothy 4, 7, and 8. Our bodies and our minds are to be dedicated to God and prepared for his service. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. The goal is not spiritual muscle flexing, but godliness. A life that is pleasing to the Lord, vigorous study of the word, focused prayer, and bodily discipline are all part of the process. How well we train greatly affects how well we, we run our, ra our race of life. Just as the body grows in strength with exercise each day, our spirits grow in godliness by living, li by living life of God's way. Godly exercise is the key to good character. In 1 Timothy 4.10, we see Paul's motivation for ministry. God truly does save those who turn to him. This echoes Peter's words, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but long-suffering to us was not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance, 2 Peter 3.9. Amen? Isn't God good? Amen. 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 Now tonight, uh, we're going we're gonna to...
talk about, uh, I, uh, today I looked at, uh, it's a man that, that, that he says, <laughs> how people are so deceived. He said he's uh, the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Isn't that pitiful? This man claimed that he is Jesus reincarnated. A self-proclaimed Messiah in Brazil cast his net for disciples on the social media. Now, I'm not going to read a lot about him, but just I read a little bit more about him. Uh, his name is Al. Uh, I've, I'm going to try to pull up the picture on the web after I preach to let you see what he looks like. Uh, while Al, Al Vero, theist, was fasting, he said he, he said he was he said he believed that. Jesus, he was reborn. Let me see if I can read this. Fasting, he, he came to believe that he was Jesus Christ reborn. He said he received a divine message. He said he received a divine message in the form of a voice in his head. Yeah, it was in his head, I right, wasn't it? And in the days, and in the following days, he declared permanently, he, uh, he shared his former name and and refers to him itself as N-I-R-I Christo. Amen. All right, well, just a little bit more. And now, now, now he lived with 12 of his disciples, three men, nine women, in a compound surrounded by barbed wire and an electric fence outside. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, it's in Brazil. Amen. So, so th- those kind we pray for them, don't we? That God will enlighten them before it's too late. Hey, yes, sir. The one, see, people are so deceived that they'll follow almost anything, you know. I mean, but it's sad. And, and some of those people read the Bible, you know that? that? That's the sad part about it. So tonight we, we're going to look at 2 Timothy 3.13. That's the verse we're going to start with. 2 Timothy 3.13. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Want to read that? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your warnings, God. You, you, you've warned us and you, you've told us, Lord God, what was coming in, in the end time. And the last day, we can see these things coming, Lord. But help us, Lord God, to follow you, to draw down to you and to obey your voice, to keep our minds stayed upon you, to be obedient servants to you, Lord God. We know you're coming soon, Lord. So help us to do your will. Bless this night and meet every need that's present, Lord. Give me utterance to speak the truth, God, in Jesus' name. For the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Now Paul warned Timothy that this these things was coming to pass. Evil men and seducers would wax worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. And, and, and we can see this today. We can see it. Can't we see this? Yes, we can. Psalms 119 verses. 104 and 128, let's look at those two verses. Because we, we, God has called his people to holiness. And God has called us to, 
to rise to the occasion, to live holy, to follow him closely. Amen. What does it say? Stop. I get understand, so I hate every false way. Amen. God's true people should hate, should hate ungodliness, shouldn't we? We should hate anything that's false. And how do we know what's false? Because God has blessed us and strengthened us. We're God's people. And God's people are not ignorant concerning what Satan's devices. See, Satan is a liar. And he's the father of it. But God is faithful. God is true. And he's holy. And God's calling his people as the a, as a pastor preached this morning. Hallelujah. Glory. The kingdom of God. God's kingdom. But where is God's kingdom? You know, the, the Pharisees came to Jesus on one occasion. And, and they said to him, ask him, ask him about the kingdom of God. But you know what Jesus said to him? You're not going to say low here or low there. Right. But the kingdom of God is what? Within you. Amen. Isn't that right? Yes. God's kingdom is within us. Yes, so therefore, that's for, therefore, we need to let our light shine yes. every day before men. Amen. That they may see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. We're not here as a show. We're here, we're here to honor God. We're here to live for him. We're here to let our light shine. We're here to be Christians. Yes. Amen. Isn't that right? Yes. What is a Christian? A follower of Christ. Isn't that right? A disciple of Christ. Somebody that loved the Lord. Let's really take heed to what God's speaking to our pastor. Man, he, he's speaking some, some, some great things. Let's don't, be like a, uh, let's don't let it be like pouring water on a duck's back. Amen? Let's take heed to what God is saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Selah. Amen. Let's take heed. God is speaking to us. And so let, let's... Hold on to what God's saying, to obey what God is saying. The Bible said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, huh? against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we need the whole armor of God, don't we? That we can stand up for the Lord and speak the truth. Speak it in love. We have to speak truth in love, don't we? You better, we amen, we really do. Amen. Not, we don't compromise. But we speak the truth in love. We tell it like it is. Satan is a liar. And we need to be able to stand up flat-footed and tell the devil, look the devil in the eye and tell him he's a liar and he's the father of it. Isn't that right? Yeah. And, and Jesus said, the prince of this world has come, what? And have nothing in me. Isn't that right? They have nothing in me. Satan came. And what did, it, what did Satan come for? To kill, to steal, and to destroy. And, and he's doing that in a lot of cases. He really is. Because people are... Deceived. People don't want, a lot of people don't want the truth. They don't want it. The Bible said in the last day how they would turn their ears away from the truth, huh? And shall be turned unto fables. People want to hear idle tales. They want to hear something to tickle the ears. 
Thank God, but when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's, it's straight, the straight and narrow way. Isn't that right? It's straight and narrow. Je- Jesus said it. Amen. Enter in at the straight gate. For why? It's two ways. It's two ways. It's a narrow way and it's a broad way. And Jesus told us how to enter at, at the straight gate. Straight is the gate. And broad is the way that leadeth unto destruction. And many that be which go in there because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life and few that be that find it. Isn't that something? Few that be that find it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Few that be that find it. It's really something to think about. Amen. It's something to really think about. It's something to pray about. We need to pray every day that our loved ones are getting saved. Not only our loved ones, that people that are lost that we'll be a light and a witness for the Lord. And we'll let God speak to us and through us. And that we'll see souls coming to the Lord. Because the time is short. The time is short. God's coming is, is at hand. It's, it's, it's really at hand. Amen. So, so let, let's don't be. Let's don't sit on a stool or do nothing when we should be up doing something. But doing what God tells us to do. See, God will direct us if we let him. God doesn't. Beat nobody, don't beat his people over here and make them do. No, but he, but, but he, he hallelujah, he speaks to us and he directs us. Hallelujah. So when I, when I was reading about this, this man that's so deceived, that, but got people following him, it's so sad. It's so sad. It's about like that Jim Jones stuff. You know, that, that was a mess, wasn't it? My, 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 my. That was really a terrible mess. But God's faithful. God is faithful. Some of the people got out of that mess. They got out in time. Others, they killed. You know that. But God is good. Hallelujah. Let's look at Proverbs 14, 19. Proverbs 14, 19. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Proverbs, all right, 14, 19. What does it say? What? All right, go ahead. Evil bow before the good. Is that what it says? Amen. Evil bow before the good. See, good can always win. It it takes a while sometimes for for good to get on top. Isn't that right? But the good is ultimately is going to win out over evil. Evil men institutions shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But God is faithful. God's got a people that have taken a stand for Him, and they're not, they're not going to back down. Amen. But going to tell the truth. Going to live holy. Going to live pure. Going to let our light shine. And going to stand firm on God's word. But God's word is what? Forever settled in heaven. God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It leads the way. God's the way that if we follow him, we're in a safe place. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and it's safe. In the safety zone, in the midst of all the confusion and chaos, in the midst of all the sin. And Pastor preached about sin this morning, didn't he? Amen. That three-letter word. Hallelujah. A lot of people don't want to hear about it. But thank God, sin 
is still causing people to go to hell. Isn't that right? The wages of sin is still death. But the gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The word, is never, the word will never change. Isn't that right? God's word is it's settled. It's, 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 hallelujah. What God said, he meant it. We can count on God. That's the why we can say, whoever God like our God. Whoever God like, nobody do that. Because only one true God, one holy God, one mighty God, and he's our Savior tonight. All right, so what does it say? The evil by before the good. And the wicked at the gate of the righteous. And the wicked, it, it, hallelujah, it's ultimately coming. God's people. Good will ultimately triumph even though at the present it doesn't seem like it, but it, it's going to triumph. Amen. All right. Now, Psalm 119, verse 104 and 128. Let's read those. Uh, I think you read one of them. Let's, let's read them. Psalm 119, verse 104 and verse 128. Hallelujah. What does it say? Through your precepts, I get understanding. All right. I hate every false way. All right, read, read 128. I hate every false way, and we should hate every false way. Amen. In order to walk with God, in order to be a light, a bright light. We, God wants us to be a bright light. Read. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts. I esteem all thy precepts. I lift them high. I esteem all thy precepts. Uh, yes, everything you said is right, Lord. See, God doesn't make no mistakes. Amen. Everything God said is right. Amen. All right. And I hate every false way. I hate every false way. Repeated it. I hate every false way. Amen. So we're living in, in a time when, when there, there's much deception. But God's people, God's people are not going to be deceived. Let's, let's look at Mark chapter 13. Let's look at something here. Mark chapter 13. Verses 22 and 23. 22 and 23, Mark 13, verse 22 and 23. What does it say? For false Christ and false prophets. False, it's Jesus talking. False Christ and false prophets. Shall rise. And shall show signs and wonders. Now, they're going to show signs and wonders. False prophets and false Christ, they're going to show signs and wonders, all right? To seduce, if it were possible, all right? The very elect, the elect. But it's not possible. As long as we cling to the Lord, walk with Him, live for Him, the devil, the devil cannot deceive us, can he? But he gonna, he's trying. He's trying with everything that's in Him to deceive us. But he can't do it because God is in us and God is with us and God manifests himself through us when we yield our vessels to him, though. We've got to be a yielded vessel to the Lord if we're going to please him. Amen. Isn't that right? Amen. That's, amen. That's right. Satan. Who, amen. Thank you, brother. Happy to be preaching. Amen. Satan goes by this road line. Isn't that right? Satan, who we made a vow. To whom resist steadfast. We got to resist him. Draw nigh unto God and resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Isn't that right? Yes, 
Hallelujah. We, we get to praying and seeking God, and them prayers get so hot as they're going up to heaven, the devil reaches us. Oh, that's too hot. I can't handle it. I can't handle them hot prayers. I'm telling you, man. God's faithful. God is, is a wonder. All right. Read that 23rd verse. Uh-huh. But take your heed. Now, now, in this verse, verse 23, uh, uh, Jesus said, take your heed, right? Three different times. Yeah, let's see. Four different times, right? Read that verse. But take your heed. All right, read. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened, and the moon shall not yield her light. Stop right there. Jesus said, hold on just a minute. Uh, Mark 13, thir- uh, 23. Let, let me look at this verse. I'm looking for something here. Yes, but 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 it but it, it's <laughs> we're just a bit. Uh, I w- I'm looking for. Um, I'm looking for. All right, take your heed. Uh, verse twenty-three, right? Verse twenty-three. Where is that here? All right, but take your heed. All right. All right. Yeah. Now, what I want, I want Second Peter three seventeen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Second uh, Peter three seventeen. Jesus said, "Take you." I've told you these things. Jesus warned. He warned the people. He warned us, Amen, that the devil was going to come to deceive. All right. I want you to go up a little further than that. Go to about verse 15. Yes. This is Peter. Peter was an apostle. And God really used Peter. Peter spoke some, some dynamic truths. Didn't he? He really did. All right, read. And account that the long suffering of our Lord your salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul. All right. Uh, slow, it, slow it down. And account that the long suffering of God, what? Uh, long suffering of God is salvation. In other words, God gives people time to get saved, gives people time to repent, doesn't he? I mean, he warns people over and over and over, give them time to get right with him. Everybody's not going to do it, but he gives them time. All right, read. Even as I beloved, Peter taught, even as I beloved, brother Paul, all right? According to the wisdom. See, God gave Paul wisdom, didn't he? He gave him great wisdom. And, and Paul talked about uh, uh, being a wise master builder. So I've laid the foundation. Isn't that right? I read. Paul has written unto you. And also in all his epistles. All his epistles. Paul, Paul wrote some things that wasn't always easy to understand. That wasn't easy. So, I mean, you have to... You have to uh, 
meditate, pray, meditate, and go over it again. Isn't that right? In order to understand. And here Peter's talking about that. See, because he, but when, when Peter sidestepped and made a mistake, Paul went up and, and withstood him to the, faith, to, to the face, didn't he? Amen. Because Peter was to blame. He was, Peter was getting with the Gentiles, you know, and, and when the Jews come around, he would separate himself. See? And Paul said, no, Peter, that's not right. Don't you? Uh-uh. Amen. So, so it's good to have somebody that will stand boldly for truth in love. And Paul did this in love. See, he didn't do that to, to down Peter. He did that to correct him, to help him, to strengthen him, and strengthen the brethren, the saints there. And that's love. Isn't that right? Amen. Faith worketh by love. Hallelujah. All right. Speaking of them of these things. Some things hard to be understood. Stop right there. Some things he speak are hard to be understood. Read just a little bit further. In whom read? Stop. They that are unlearned and unstable, risk, risk. In other words, they twist it. Risk. And they don't understand it, so I'm saying what I mean to twist it, to just, to the, huh? Amen. Thank you. Amen. Wrestle with it, yes. Amen. Don't really understand. They're wrestling with it. All right. As they do also the other scriptures that they don't understand. See, we don't understand the scripture. We need to pray. We need to meditate. We need to talk to God, don't we? We really do. And talk to somebody that can help us. You know, if, you know we have people that can help us at times if, if we don't understand the scripture. Pray about it. Meditate about it. Go to somebody that, that understands it. And ask them, what does this mean? Help me with this. Amen? And so, so, so Peter talked about how, how Paul... Uh, brought full scripture that was some of them hard to be understood, and some people they risk it. They they risk read that. Read it. Uh huh. Yeah. Unlearned. They don't know a lot yet. You know we, and they not stable. We got to be stable. Isn't that right? We got to be stable. In order to please God, in order to be a strong witness for God, we got to be stable. And how do you get stable? The Word of God, through the Word of God, hearing the Word of God, taking it in, digesting the Word of God, taking it to heart. What the Scripture? Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The word that's taken to heart, that, that, that you understand. But how, how, the Lord God is the one who opens understand to the Word of God, doesn't it? Remember when the apostles were with Jesus for all that time? And they still didn't understand. The Bible said, Then open he the understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. Isn't that right? It takes God, it takes the Holy Ghost to help us to, to, to know the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Isn't that right? Got to continue in that word. And we need to get in that word daily, prayerfully. Isn't that right? Prayerfully. That God would encourage us and strengthen us and help us to be a blessing to somebody else. 
But that's what it's all about, being a blessing to somebody. Isn't that right? We don't do it. It's not a selfish thing. It, it, this is a, hallelujah. It, it's love spread. You know, in other words, you get something, you help somebody else. Isn't that right? You pray for others, but then, then you, you help them in any way you can to be a strong witness for God. We're living in the end time. We need help. We, we need to be strong in the Lord, not in self, in the Lord, and in the power of his might. Need on the whole armor of God as we walk about daily. Walking in truth, walking in love, walking in the spirit. The word of God says, this I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit. They watch a war right there, isn't that right? The flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are what? Contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. As Pastor Venema talked about this morning, the flesh and the spirit. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. We, we, we got to mortify the members, that flesh, because the flesh want to do its own thing. Isn't that right? But thank God we got, hallelujah, thank the Lord. Well, we got to say, Lord, help me Amen. to yield to thee, to yield my vessel to thee, that, that the Spirit of God will take control. R- read Romans, what is it? I think it's 515, I believe it's, I believe it's the verse I want. I think it's 515. See, what does that say? Got it? Yeah. What does it say? But not as an offense. So also is the free gift. No, it's not what I want. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you come out. You give yourself service. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother Sean. Uh, thank you, my brother. Romans 616. Appreciate it. I thank God. Know ye not. To whom you yield yourself, to whom you yield yourself, what? Servants. Servants to obey. His ser- servants. Yeah. To whom you obey. And so, in other words, if you yield your, if you yield your, your uh, self to the flesh. Huh? Read that amplifier. Isn't that powerful? I mean, it, it, it's, it's in a nutshell. Amen. If you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, God wants us to yield our vessels to his spirit, to the spirit of God. Let the spirit of God control, dominate, or control us. Not the flesh. But the, like Pastor Venom said, the flesh is weak. Spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we, we, have, to, we have to bring that flesh in, under subjection to the spirit of God. By reading the word of God, praying and fasting, looking to the Lord for help. God can, God can help us, and we all need help. Amen. Amen. We all need help. 
<laughs> oh, God is so good. I, I thank God for you all. I really do. Got to, uh, hallelujah. We love God, don't we? And we love one another. See, that, that's the thing. When you really love God, you're going to love your brothers and sisters. Isn't that right? You are. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. So, so I get stirred up when I see the devil, just like his old man. He's an old guy. Talking about he, talking about he <laughs> reincarnated. He's the reincarnation of Jesus. That's, that's a sad situation. So sad. But people following him, that makes it sadder. Got this big compound, got a barbed wire fence, and yeah. I knocked him off, he didn't care about all that junk he's doing. But let's pray for him. Let's pray that God would enlighten those people. God can enlighten people if they want to be, but you got to want to be enlightened. Isn't that right? You got you to you walk in love. You got to want to walk in love. You got to want to walk in truth in order for God to help you. All right. So, false apostles. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 11 13. Look at 11 13. You know, there are false prophets in the land today. Amen. And they're false apostles. Let's see what the Word of God says. 11, 13. See, they do that. They transform themselves into the apostles of Christ. But see, when you know the truth, you're not going to be deceived. I read. Don't be surprised. Satan himself is transformed what? Into an angel of light, right? See? See? That's where the devil The devil's not going to come to you with horns on, tail sticking out there. He's not going to do that. <laughs> only way you're you going to know you got to walk in the spirit. And you'll know. You'll know truth from error. Be able to discern truth and discern error. That's when God have enlightened enlightened our minds, our hearts. Amen. To walk by faith and not by sight. To praise God. And I heard Pastor Venom say Sunday, maybe last Sunday, uh, he's going to uh, stop so much pleading and start praising more. I think that's the way he said it. He said it about like that, didn't he? Stop so much pleading and start praising more. I think that's what he said, about what he said. And that's good, I think. We need to praise God more, don't we? I mean, what? Hallelujah. Psalm 117. The shortest psalm in the Bible. Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his mercy for kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endure forever. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 117. How does Amplify read on that? Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his mercy and loving kindness are great toward us. And the truth and faithfulness of the Lord endure forever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> That's right. That's what, that's what God wants us to do. Praise Him daily. Amen. Amen. Because we've got a lot to, be, to praise Him for. Amen. 
praising for saving our souls. He saved our souls. We, we, without God, that's right, and none of us are nothing. Without God, we're all lost. Isn't that right? But thank God that he, he had mercy upon us. He had mercy, and he, he bestowed his grace upon us, saved our souls, filled us with the Spirit of God, and hallelujah. And Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. I believe that. Don't y'all believe it? I believe, he'll never leave. I believe he's with us all the time. Amen. He wants us to live holy. He's calling for holiness. He's calling for a pure life. And as we go out into the world, you know, uh, hallelujah, let's, let's make sure that we let our light shine. That we be that witness that God is calling for. He's calling for a, a holy people. Uh, let's look at 1 Corinthians 15, 15. 1 Corinthians 15, 15. First Corinthians fifteen fifteen. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? He's so good. Hallelujah. You should know the truth, huh? All right, thank you. First read verse fourteen. First Corinthians fifteen fourteen. Stop. If Christ be not risen, I preach in his vain. Isn't that right? I preach in his veins. Nothing to it if Christ be not risen. All right? And your faith is also vain. And your faith is also vain if Christ didn't rise from the dead. All right? Yeah. We are found false witnesses of God. We are found false witnesses of God if he didn't rise. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't, I'm sorry. That's, I need to, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, just forgive me, please. <laughs> let me, all right, thank you. I sure need it, don't I? Wait a minute. Let, let me get this thing on. I pray for it. See, see, I know who I call. I know who that was. He'll, he'll call right back if he ain't careful. So I, so I got Amen. All right, let's read. God is good. Give, give God a hand clap of praise. God, God is good, is it? God is merciful, and he's kind, <laughs> and I need God's mercy, I need his grace, I really do. All right, all right, thank you. Now, now read that again, just start up again, verse 14, start again. And if Christ be not risen, then our preaching is vain, all right? And your faith is also vain, all right? We have found false witnesses of God if Christ be not risen, but we know he rose, don't we? Thank God we know he rose the third day as he said he would. All right. We testify that God raised up Christ whom he raised not up. If the dead don't if he, uh, read. If the dead rise not. Uh huh. Christ hasn't risen. If it's dead, don't rise. All right, read. Read on. If Christ be not raised, if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. All right. You're yet in your sins. All right. They which have fallen asleep in Christ are perished. Stop. Stop. And if in this life only we have hope in Christ, 
Well, we're in trouble, aren't we? Are all men most miserable? All right. If, if you only have hope in Christ, if, if hallelujah. If, yes, if we don't believe it, if he, hallelujah. 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 All right. Thank you, brother. But now is Christ risen from the dead. And he the And he became the first fruits of them that slept. All right. By man came death. Hallelujah. By man came also the resurrection of the dead. Isn't that right? Amen. Hallelujah. All right. And Adam all died. In Christ, oh, see, Jesus was the second Adam, right? The first Adam, he, he messed up, but the, Jesus was the second Adam. The Bible says the second Adam was the Lord from heaven, which was Jesus Christ. All right, read. But every man in his own order. Every man in his own order. Uh huh. Then cometh the end. Live it up the kingdom to God, even the Father. Uh-huh. All rule and authority, yes. Uh-huh. He must reign. Isn't that right? Put all enemies under his feet. All right. Read on. Stop. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Isn't that right? The last enemy shall be the uh, death is, is an enemy. Amen. Isn't that right? Because, see, God didn't make us really to, 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 to die, did he? Right. Now, see, if, if Adam and Eve hadn't sinned, we wouldn't die. That's right. But sin entered in. But thank God, thank God our Savior came. Isn't that good? He came. He didn't forget us. He didn't, forget, he didn't, he didn't just throw, throw us aside. And he still don't throw us aside. We sincere in faith and love him, want to do his will. He extends his grace. He extends his mercy. He extends his love toward us. All right, read this a little bit more. He put all things under his feet. But when he said all things are put under him, mm-hmm. it is manifest that he is accepted. Yes. Uh-huh. And when all things shall be yeah, then, uh, then shall the Son also himself be subject, be subject unto him that put all things unto Un- him, that God may be all and all. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Amen. 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 See, pa- Paul was just telling it like it is, wasn't he? Huh? Amen. Hallelujah. So thank God for, for salvation tonight. Thank God for his deliverance. Thank God for his grace and mercy. Thank God for, amen, amen, and, and thank God for, hallelujah, his people standing on this word. Pray for that man that, uh, that, that he feel like he's a reincarnated Jesus. So far from it. So far from it. I mean, pray that God would do what it takes to, to enlighten him you know, and the people that's following him. That he'll do what it takes to enlighten them. But see, God is not going to make nobody. You know, he don't make people. But he does bring light to them and give them a chance to receive it or reject it. Isn't that right? God is so good tonight. 
Let's continue to pray. Pray for Pastor Venable, Sister Venable, and that they'll get that work. You know, they got to have a tent over the house. And all that'll work out. Get that all worked out for them. Good. And let's pray one for another as we leave this place. Let, let's, let's live holy each day. Let, let's pray and seek God and get in the Word of God and be thankful and to praise God with all this in us. The Word of God said, and everything they have breath, praise the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. Thank you, my brother. So let's praise Him with all this in us. Thank God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Help us tonight, Lord. Help me, Jesus.